0: I didn't see anybody coughing. I didn't see anybody sneezing. I didn't see anybody, you know, sick like that. I come home and I have to put a mask and gloves on. I don't understand. But pray for those who are sick. Also, uh, Sandy Pena called me. He, uh, he was running a fever of 105.2 yesterday. Um, it's gone through his place of work. All of his workers have been sick and now he's finally uh, capturing what they had um none of us been corona you know uh but there is a there is a this is cold season this is flu season and so we want to make sure out of an abundance of precaution that we make sure everybody's safe and so pray for those who, who are sick thank you for your generosity lord willing in about two weeks we'll have a new sign up front isn't that awesome amen we will have a new display to be able to uh, advertise the events that we're having, uh, be able to let the world know that we're here, give them a little flash of, hey, we're Alcoa Mariville come see us, right? But w- that's not possible without your generosity and your giving. Um, we do have some projects that we're going to be looking at doing in the near future, and in the next couple weeks I'll be talking to you about those things, things that are necessary. Uh, some things are... Not so necessary, but like the parking lot needs to be uh, looked at. Uh, we've got some cracks and needs to be sealed. Those are necessary things. We surely can't afford to go spend $100,000 to repave it. So we, maybe we can spend 12000 and resurface, you know, reseal it. So uh, those are necessary things, but we'll be talking about that more in the next few weeks. But thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your servant's heart, for your faithfulness to the Lord and, and obedience to God's plan father we just thank you that we are in this place to worship you and Lord I'm thankful that your word is faithful your word is true we can stand on the promises of your word And your word says this where two or three are gathered together in my name I am in the midst of them and Lord though we might be few in number today the greatest presence the greatest person that is in this room is you Lord And we have come to acknowledge your presence. We've come to worship you, to glorify you. Lord, to let you have your way in this place. God, may we thrive in the moment and let you be glorified. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going
1: to
2: continue to worship. Before we continue, if I can get the lyrics up on the screen so we can all enjoy worship together and say the same words. (laughs) We all may have different versions of these songs in our head, and some of us may be But uh, (laughs) we're going to say the same thing, all right? (laughs) Listen, as I was seeking God to put together the worship list and looking at the world and everything that's going on. I, I said, you know what, we're just going to worship, 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 amen? In a time like this, the people of God must stay strong, amen? We must be the ones, and we're going to worship all the way through this, amen? Because worship defeats anything. Does anybody know about the power of worship? Well, I don't hear nobody up in the air this morning. Does anybody know about the power of worship? And if you know that God is able, I want you to send up a shout if you know He's able. Have you ever tried Him? Have you ever had to ask God for something hard? Well, how many know that there's nothing too hard before our God, amen? All of this stuff that we are going through is not a surprise to our God. He knows everything and He's gonna bring us through. And he's going to keep us. Amen. Let me say this verse right here. It says, exceedingly abundant. Know what. Say, He's able. Hey. I want you to sing this. as a beautiful melody. I'll sing it first, and you repeat it. Hey. He's able, he's able, he's able, he's able, he's able, yes, he is, he's able. After you suffer, he's able, go through the fire, he's able. After you suffer, he's able, you will survive, he's able. God sees your teeth, he's able, he knows your teeth, he's able. Yes, he's able, he's able, yes, he's
3: able, yes, he's able, he's able. Somebody declare, he's able, you know, he's able, he's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's
2: able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. Don't give up on cause He won't
3: give up on you. Say, don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. He won't. He won't.
2: table Stop I should feel the
0: Let the king be king, to enthrone him in the temple. Let me understand, you're the temple. And he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all mankind unto me. Father, we exalt you in this house. We enthrone you in this house. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to, Lord, find your seat in this temple. Lord, that we may glorify, that we may honor, that we may lift up your name, that we may magnify you, God. For there is no other name under heaven given by men that we shall be saved. And, Lord, we honor you. We glorify you as the Christ, the anointed one, the King of glory, the King of kings. God, be seated in this house today. Lord let us experience your presence let us be wrapped to your presence today God knowing that the sovereign Lord is in this place we worship you Jesus we worship you Lord can someone in this house just shout praise the Lord praise the Lord come on praise the Lord hallelujah glory to your name Lord Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! God is good. All the time. God is good. Praise the Lord. You might be seated this morning. What a joy it is. Thank you so much for your prayer over us this past week in Honduras. It was a great trip. um, Many of you may or may not understand the dynamics of the trip that I just took. But each year, I lead a group from Lee University. It's a global perspectives class. So just because it's from Lee University doesn't mean that every person saved on the trip. Just because it's from Lee University doesn't mean that everybody's a ministry student. We had accounting majors. We had cinema majors. We had uh, youth majors, youth pastor majors, um, nurse majors. We had all different... Uh, Kinds of folks with us, and and in that moment, though we we bring them in to have a different perspective, a different worldview, and I have the pleasure. We are actually in seven different communities and several different churches, uh, touching lives. But you know what's great for me is that I love the fact that we 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 literally walk through communities. We bring you know we I go to a pastor. From that community and I ask them to give me a list of names that they are reaching. And I take that pastor with me. and We walk through with that pastor and we bring uh, bags of food. We'll bring hygiene packs and we will go to homes. And uh, we'll go in and we'll pray with those uh, people. Uh, we'll pray for sicknesses. We'll pray for provisions. We'll pray for salvation. We'll pray for deliverance. We'll pray for families. But what really, 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 really um, I enjoy is watching the transformation of the kids. And I call them kids because they're, they're, you know, when, when they say that they were born the year I graduated from college, I start thinking, dear Lord, <laughs> they're kids. And, and so uh, to see them absolutely get wrecked by the presence of God, and see their whole worldview change and then be transformed by the Holy Spirit It's powerful, it's powerful. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that. I mean, good to have uh, Matthew and Linda Geisinger with us this week. They are uh, from Cleveland, Tennessee. They're from Mecca. I mean, uh, they're from uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. Um, both of them work for Lee University. Uh, they are on vacation in, in Pigeon Forge this week and have come and just to hang out with us today. I've known them for a long time, have eaten in their house many times, um, knew their daughters, their their oldest daughters, actually married to one of my one of my roommates in college, Paul Boland. and we will have old Paul Boland come and sing for us sometime. He's a good Southern Gospel. Anybody like Southern Gospel? He's a good old Southern Gospel uh, singer, writes his own music, just a phenomenal young man. He's young because he's my age, he's young man. Um, we'll definitely have him come up and sing for us sometime. Um, good to have Jeff with us. Glad you're here with us, buddy. We love you and appreciate you. Good to see all of you here. Amen. You know, I was really thankful um, this week, being away, uh, watching a little from a distance, you know, the various responses to things going on, um, the craziness that's going on. I, I told the kids, I said, you guys, you know, there's a There's toilet paper they just put in the the, uh, hotel. You know, you guys might want to put some in your uh, backpack before we head home. I don't know. Might not be (laughs) any when we get back. (laughs) I think Tony and um, Evie, they've got a poster they're selling for 10 cents a sheet. (laughs) I think the other side of the sign says, we'll work for toilet paper. I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, y'all heard that John Travolta is actually self-quarantined, right? Yeah, he uh, he had Saturday night fever, but then he then he decided he was staying alive. <laughs> okay, enough for <with> the jokes. <laughs> it's all right, Chris. Doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> we got to roll with the punches. No, I was really thankful to to be. Um, whether your opinion is good or bad or favorable or unfavorable of our president i'm thankful for uh, a, a man who will make a decision to say this country needs to turn its eyes to jesus amen 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 and uh, many of you have saw the prophetic word that was given by a, a jewish rabbi a letter that was sent and um, you know to see a president who's willing to say, let's pray. And, and I'm thankful also for a denomination who has already been in a movement of prayer. One There's over 1.1 million people that have joined the prayer movement of the Church of God around the world that are praying every day. And now uh, our denomination across the world, not just nationally, but across the world, over 12 million people are declaring today a national day of prayer to pray for our global, uh, global presence of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so, you know, today, with that, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about prayer, and I hope that we can end with a time of prayer for our own members, for our community, because just as I said earlier, I believe this is the greatest moment that the church, how many understand, the church is not a building, it's not a denomination, it's a people who truly surrender themselves to the God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, to, to Jesus Christ himself. And so as the body of Christ around the world unites together, look, I mean, we can talk about corona, we could talk about the N1H1 and swine flu and bird flu and Ebola and E. coli and all the all other eyes and all that stuff. We, look, I mean, we have seen these types of things, but I've never seen this almost demonic push of fear around the world and and that's what concerns me i i mean literally i'm more worried about getting the common cold and flu that's going around so prevalently that kills over thirty thousand people a year in the united states than i am uh one particular disease i'm just concerned the fact that we're we have a moment in history that we can rise up and say, you know what? We believe in a God who is a conquering God. A God that's an overcoming God. And and he says, I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. And that's who I want us to grab a hold of. That's who I want us to get close to and to experience him. Because, you know, Jehoshaphat said it this way. He says, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I trust in you. I put my eyes on you. And I think that's the best place to do, is to turn our eyes to Jesus. Amen, amen. amen. You know, this week as I was walking through communities, you know, we walk through all types. We walk through white islander communities. We walk through black islander communities. We walk through Hispanic communities, and to see the extreme poverty, you know, that many live in. I mean, to think of this, like the the people who were cooking our food at the at the restaurant literally make $185 a month. I didn't say a week, $185 a month. Now, you know, when people try to put that in perspective and they try to deduct the fact that, well, food must be cheaper there, electricity must be cheaper there, oh, it's just cheaper to live there. Well, you know, our electricity cost here about 6.8 cents a kilowatt-hour. In, in the Bay Islands of Honduras, a kilowatt-hour costs 55 cents a kilowatt-hour. So electricity is almost quadruple the cost. That's why when you walk into one little small house, uh, they don't have air-conditioned, they don't have all the fancy thrills, they have one light bulb, one light bulb. And, and, and to think that if you go to a restaurant uh, you order a meal. That meal is equivalent to the price that a meal would cost here—six, seven, ten dollars—and so most of them are literally living on beans and rice and tortillas because it's the cheapest thing that they can get. So to put all those into perspective, when we walk into these homes and we're touching lives and and to see you know some elderly who we go into and we love on and we hear. You know, their faithfulness, so we hear of them saying, Hey, I'm trusting in the Lord. You know what really broke down this group? I mean, we we've we had kids on the strip that really struggled with one struggle with being raped at one point in life and you know, and just overwhelmed mental struggles through that. We've had others who said, I hated I hated my whole time at least. I've hated my life. And they've they they've actually uh, asking God to help them to quit cutting, and all these different emotional disorders that they were facing. But at the last house, and this is crazy, the last house of the week that we would visit, we walked into Sister Alice's house. Now look, I've been into Sister Alice's house many times. She's in Pandytown, Town, um, Roatan, Honduras, this little black community. She was a found, one of the founding members of the local Church of God there. And I walk in, and, 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 and actually, I didn't get to walk into this time. I was, we split the group up, and we walked in the house, but a part of the group went into Miss Alice's house. And the other times that I've been there, like the last time I was there, I went in and she says, Hey, sugar, I've been missing you. Where you been? She says, You know I still pray for you. You know I'm still thinking about them kids. How them kids doing? And that's the way she just loves on us. And, and so the group went in, and, and they were, you know, they went in, and here's two of those girls who have really been overwhelmed and struggling the whole week, wrecked by everything they've saw. And, and here's Miss Alice. She says, she begins singing a song to them. This is the song. Egypt was once my home. I was a slave. Helpless and sinned in Rome. Love, light, did crave. But when I looked up to heaven's throne, Christ came in to save. And I'm living in Canaan now. Come on. I should, I should, I should get Barbara to say that. Living in Canaan side, Egypt behind. Crossed over Jordan wide. Gladness did. My soul is sad. No longer blind, living in Jesus. Wow. I mean, to think, this woman is 86 years old, white-headed, bedridden, doesn't have The glamorous things that we have in a hot little box of a house with no uh, insulation, with one light bulb, laying in a bed, sweating. Doesn't have Social Security to say, oh, I got my Social Security check. Doesn't have Medicaid and Medicare. Don't know what the next meal's looking like. Don't know how it's going to happen. But be able to say, I'm living In Canaan now. Egypt is behind. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm no longer a slave to the bondage of the past. But I'm a child of the God. Amen? Amen? This is the word that she looked at these girls with intent eyes and said, I prove God faithful. I prove God faithful. Man, that just rips me. How many times do we prove God faithful? I mean, so many times we hear of this thing, and you can't you can't go to Kroger's, Walmart, Food City, all these uh Ingalls, Bylows, or any other place and find toilet paper or water or anything else because what? Have we proved God faithful or have we proved that we're afraid? I prove God faithful. Man, what a dynamic mindset that no matter what happens to me, this old world is not my home. I've got a home in glory and it's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. I may walk with difficulties i may walk and not have all the glorious glamours of everybody else but i've got something that's more valuable more anointed more powerful it's it's forever and ever and ever it's eternal life and whatever happens on this side of glory i don't care it doesn't bother me because canaan is my home now amen not tomorrow, not yesterday, not whenever. But right now, Canaan is my home. I'm living in Canaan now. Egypt is behind. Come on, somebody. I proved God faithful. I watched that little girl and as they walked her. They literally had to walk the girl who sat in that room and listened to her as she broke down and wept. Wept. I walked her to the truck and for 20 minutes she belt, buckled in weeping saying if she can prove God faithful who am I to complain about all of the crud and junk that I've had to put up with all of the loneliness all the problems if she can prove God faithful then I need to change my mindset because I've got to prove God faithful I've got to prove him faithful and God is faithful and I look at how can we prove God faithful how do we how do we prove God faithful and I have to go back to to the scripture and say that without faith it is impossible to please him for those who come to God Hebrews chapter 11 6 those who come to God must believe that he is and that he exists and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Faith, Hebrews chapter 11, 1, is the substance or the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, right? And so we, for us to prove God faithful, we have to walk in faith. I look throughout the book of Hebrews when, I, when we chronicle the, the lives of those who have walked before us who have proved God faithful, and I, and I see things... I see things like this by faith Noah being warned by God concerning the events yet unseen think about that Noah being warned about events of things that were unseen guess what he did in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household by this he condemned the world and became an, an heir of righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, right? By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called out to go out to a place that he, has, that he was to receive as, as an inheritance, and he, and he went not knowing where he was going. By faith, guys. I mean, even to the point where we've got to put it, the Lord, give me the directions, let me put it in the GPS, and if you want me to go, I'll know where I'm going. We're so concerned about our self-preservation. we're so concerned about making sure you know everything's just right. We're, we're such control freak, freaks today and the fact is is God saying, will you trust me even though you don't understand? Will you trust me even though you don't see the results? Will you trust me even if it falls in your house? Will you trust me by faith, Sarah? Herself received power to conceive even when she was past the age since she considered him faithful who had promised even when it's Inconceivable God saying it's still conceivable come on somebody even when it sounds impossible God saying it's possible even when you can't see it or don't understand it He can give you the wisdom and direction to follow him because he's able Verse 13, these all died in faith not having received the things promised but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. Too many times we've fallen in love with the world. We love it. We're, we, we, we want to be enveloped by this world. We want to pad ourselves with every frill and thrill that this world has. And yet, I'm so glad that this ga- these guys gave us an example that we're not looking for a home on this side, but we're looking for a city. Come on. Whose maker, whose founder is God. I want that kingdom. Amen. 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 By faith, Moses... When he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents. It goes on says, by faith, Moses, when he was grown, when he'd grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ. Think about this. He considered the reproach of Christ. He considered the reproach of Christ. Come on, somebody. In other words, Christ was then and he is now and he will forever be he considered the reproach of christ greater wealth than the treasures of egypt for he was looking to the reward by faith come on somebody i don't know if y'all getting this this morning y'all know what i'm talking about amen by faith verse 31 by faith rahab the prostitute did not perish but But those who were disobedient, with those who were disobedient, because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Verse 33, Samuel, talking about Samuel, he says, whose faith, who through faith conquered kingdoms. Talk about all these that had gone on before Gideon, Barak, uh, Samson, Japheth, uh, David, Samuel, and many others. Who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched. The power, uh, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign army, armies to flight. Goes on down, says, some were tortured, some refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to, to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging, even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned and they were sewn in two. They were killed with a the sword. They were. They went about... And in skin, in skins of sheep and goats Destitute, afflicted and mistreated Of whom the world was not worthy Come on somebody Who, Of whom the world was not worthy Wandering about in deserts and mountains And in dens and caves of the earth And all these Though commended through their faith Did not receive what was promised Since God had provided something better for us That apart from us They should not be made perfect Man Verse 12 of chapter 12 verse one. therefore, come on, what's it there for? Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Who's the witnesses? It's all those who've gone before us. It's all those who've walked by faith. It's all those who didn't have all the frills and thrills. Who are willing to be sawed into, Who are willing to be stoned. Who are willing to go through the desert places. Who are willing to be clothed in goat and sheep skins. to, To do what needed to be done. All of them. Are on our side looking at us cheering us on you got this you got this this is not a need for fear it's not a need for worry it's not a time of of sinking in the background it's not a time of hiding it's a time to step forward and say we are the people of God amen it says having such a cloud of witness let us lay aside every weight and sin which Cling so, so closely and let us run with assurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the, the author, the founder, the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him. Come on, endured the cross, despising its shame, and seated at the right hand of God, the throne of God. Powerful. So we prove God faithful by walking in faith. We prove God faithful. By being able to say I trust God and nobody knows the day nor the hour the Son of Man comes nobody knows my day nobody knows my time and only if God is ready for me will anything happen to me amen so we prove God faithful so how do we respond how do we respond to that well first of all we need to learn to draw near to him and how do we draw near to him we pray we pray when I think of prayer and we've probably heard the scripture over the last few weeks but I believe it's a dynamic word that we all need to grasp a hold of but the Bible says in 2nd Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their lands. We need to pray. And, and what I what I love to to grasp a hold of here, it says, if my people, it didn't say if the world will just humble themselves. It didn't say if the wicked would just humble themselves. It says if my people, if my people will learn to humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from what No, wait a minute we don't we not wicked people we God's people we 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 walk into his name he said if they would turn from their wicked ways there's a whole lot of people that that warm the benches of many pews who are not dependent on Jesus Christ who are dependent on themselves and their self-righteousness and Jesus is saying look if you're depending on anything else but me it is wicked no one knows the heart of man right it is ultimately corrupt according to Jeremiah and so therefore we need to learn to depend on Jesus we have to humble ourselves and say Lord I'm not dependent on me I don't have this I don't know what to do I can't I can't be the healer but God I'm depending on you I'm seeking your face God cleanse me turn every wicked way away from me as David says search me O God see if there be any wicked way in me cleanse me don't cast me away the way to walk in faithfulness is to walk by faith in Jesus is to praise to seek his face is to call on his name is to be dependent on him is to allow him to be the Lord of our life is to say God I trust you you know one of the greatest I mean t- <clears throat> one of the greatest moments for me on this trip was I went to a car wash you got blessed at the car wash you don't even know Walked into the car wash, you know, I drove my big old 15-passenger Nissan minivan bus up there. And, and, and I was having this, the group wash, and I went into the office the car wash. And I saw this little boy. I say little, he's taller than me now. I saw this boy sitting there. He had his Bible open, and he had his notepad out. He was taking notes. Morning, Pastor Paul. I said, "Morning, buddy. What you doing?" He said, "I'm just studying the Bible this morning." I said, "Wow." I said, "So you're doing that for a class?" He said, "Pastor Paul, you know I graduated two years ago." <laughs> All right. I said, "So this is you do this every morning?" He said, "Oh yeah, Pastor. This is my this is my." In God's time right now. I said, wow. He said, Pastor. He said, look at my Bible there. I picked up his Bible. He said, open it to the front page. Open to the front page. And there was a paragraph that I wrote. And I gave him that Bible in 2013. That messed me up. To see a young man, 20 years old, seeking the face of God. Understanding that there's no other way but through Jesus. How many of us are truly seeking the face of God? How many of us are sitting down with our word, journaling what God's saying to us every day? Allowing God to speak. Look, I'm not trying to judge you. I'm not trying to make you feel... uh, uncomfortable, I'm trying to challenge you that if we truly want to see a move of God, if you want to see it in your life if you want to see it in your home, you want to see it in your family you want to see it in your business, if you want to see it in your school, you have to seek his face, if you want to truly prove God faithful you have to be faithful you have to call on the Lord, you have to cry out to God, you have to seek his face, you have to read his word how will you know what to do unless you read the manual I know us men, we have a hard time, right? We get our you know, Christmas toys out to make for our kids and we throw the manual to the side and we just try to put it together and we wonder at the end, where's all these parts come from? But guys, we've been given a manual to walk by. We've been given some truths to to declare. We've been given some freedom to walk in. And if we don't read the manual, how in the world will we ever be able to live faithful and how can we prove Him faithful? We've got to call on the Lord. You all right this morning? I love you. So how do we pray? I think one of the greatest passages of scripture is something that I declared and wrote on Facebook last week. And that's out of Philippians chapter 4, 5 through 9. And I want to, we're going to go through this for a few seconds and then I'm going to spend a few moments with us really seeking the face of God, making where we are an altar. But when I think about prayer, I think about this scripture, to be humble, to be fearless, to be thankful, to be peaceful. It says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. One version says kindness. But when I looked at that word reasonableness, I I, I looked at the original word, what that meant, and it says stable, suitable, equitable. In other words, God saying, I want you to walk balanced. I want you to walk with an equilibrium that is not driven by one thing or the other, but to walk stable before me. I mean, know that the world is out of balance right now. I mean, know the Christian world is out of balance right now. It's like an old tire that's lost its balance. Boom, 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 right? Your steering wheel is jerking, right? And the Lord's saying you need to walk with a balance, you need to walk with with a stability. If you will, brother, if you'll just go and kind of play the synthesizer real lightly. It says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. How many know that people are watching you? People are looking at us. Are we the body of Christ, actualizing in in chaos? Or are we walking in Christ? Now look, I'm not talking about being cautious and careful. I think everybody should, I think we should do that all the time. But I'm talking about the this desperation, this intense, overwhelming fear that God is not about. And so He's Let your reasonables let this be known to everybody. Let everyone see that you can walk in a balance. That you can walk reasonably, suitably, stable. Goes on and says, because the Lord is at hand. Man, I don't know about you, but to know that Jesus, the King of glory, is with me gives me all the confidence in the world to walk in faith. The Bible says that we're yoked together with Him. He's beside me. He's beside you. We're yoked with Him. We're walking with the authority, the anointing, the empowerment of God together with us. Be anxious about anything. I believe that we live in the most anxious generation that I've ever seen or has ever been. There's more anxiety medicine. You guys got to realize this. 80% of prescription drugs that were, that were created or made in this world today, 80% of them are used by this one country, the United States. 80% of all prescription drugs manufactured in the world, 80% are used by this one country. So I tell you? We're over-medicated. We pop a peel for every problem. I've I've got a precious brother. He's my middle one of them, seven above me. He's fought PTSDs. He's gone through all kinds of things in the military. He takes like six Benadryl a day. Dude, I take one. I'm like, He went with me on a trip to Belize about six years ago when I was overseer there. And he literally carried a fanny pack absolutely full of every medicine that he had to take. And I'm thinking, that's just one person. How many people have a load that they're carrying? And then, even on this little trip, 15 people, I heard over and over this, I struggle with anxiety, I struggle with depression, and and, and, and I heard these kids, I'm talking 20, 22 year olds, I'm like, you don't, you're 20, 22, wait till you get four kids and you're wondering how you're going to feed them, wait till you get two kids going to college and you're like, oh my God, how am I going to feed myself? You're 20, 22 years old. What do you have to be anxious about? What are you worried about? And the Bible just saying, don't be anxious for anything. Look, that to me, I believe that we're in a movement to, of a demise of our new generation because they are afraid of everything. They, they're scared of everything and I believe that I believe this it's because we've had a generation before them who've not walked a life of boldness in Christ Jesus we've been, we've been hunkered down because we've been waiting for Jesus to come back instead of boldly declaring the things of God and our young people are looking at us saying well you're not bold you're walking in fear all you do is All you do is is just criticize the next generation as a bunch of people going to hell in a handbasket And you've not done anything to raise them up and to be a disciple to the next generation So we're afraid that this is going to end We don't have hope And this generation is looking for somebody who'll say There's hope And when you walk into a little room Without air conditioning, without sheet and with one light bulb with an old broken down mattress and it stinks to high heaven and a little lady sitting there in sweat filled clothes and she looks at these people and says I prove the faith, faithfulness of God we need more generation that will stand up and say I prove that God's faithful I prove it I prove it every day I prove it because no matter what hits me I'm not going to let that bother me I'm not going to let that phase me I'm not walking in anxiety or anxiousness or depression I'm walking by faith because the Bible tells me walk by faith and not by sight the old song says my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood and righteousness it's not on what this world can do. It's not on a, a Republican or a Democrat or an independent or any other party that wants to be out there. It could be a donkey, it could be an elephant, it could be a tiger or whatever. I don't care. My hope is built on Jesus Christ, and that is all that I need is Jesus and him alone. Yeah. Be anxious. For nothing but in everything with prayer supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God you want peace how many want peace I want the peace of God because it declares when I do that that this is the declaration it makes and the peace of of God which surpasses all of our intellectual ability, our understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know the hardest people that struggle the most are the ones that sit at home and don't have a job and, and, and all they have to think about is what this world's going to happen, what's going to happen. Oh, it's going to be the end of the world. But the same passage declares this. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, (laughs) come on, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you gotta change the chip folks gotta take that old chip out and say lord i'm gonna think about some good stuff i'm gonna think about his goodness and what he's done for me i'm gonna think about the time you saved me from a car accident i'm gonna think about the time that i was supposed to be in the car with a group of kids and just happened at the last minute to get out And the person sitting in the middle of that seat got killed. But God, you saved me. I'm going to think about the time I was sitting on a forklift and the chain broke and come back. And it could have been my head and killed me, but it hit my hand. And praise God, the doctor says, take the hand, but I still got a hand. Amen. I'm going to think about my mom who's had cancer twice, but yet today she's still singing she's still praising God she don't move like she likes to move she says I get up and I'm doing my little shuffle for a little while until I get them things limbered up and I get going and she's still going to church she still cleans the church she's still working in the church my dad who's 83 years old who visits the hospital every single day to visit someone who's sick who loves God who's a Sunday school teacher who's a Gideon who loves going to churches and preaching about the Word of God said hey everybody needs a Bible I'm thankful that's the things I'm gonna think about. I'm gonna think about all my nephews and nieces who are still in who are still in church. All my nephews and nieces who are in church. I'm gonna think about his goodness. I'm gonna think about four precious babies that are at their grandparents right now because it's spring break. And that every one of them loved Jesus. And every one of them has a Bible, who reads their Bible, who cares, I'm thankful. What I'm asking you as a day of prayer, as a time that we can say this is our brightest moment, what will you do? How will you respond? Will you be Miss Alice and say, I prove God's faith. Look, our general overseer said the best thing we can do is weep. In other words, because weeping produces a cleansing, weep for the lost souls. Communicate the best we can. This is his words communicate the best we can. He says, and then go to all out war. Because we are in a spiritual warfare. Go to war. He said, passivity, this is what he says, passivity gets us nowhere. We must not ignore the issues, and we must be proactive and war accordingly. Time to pray, guys. Look, you have to feel comfortable where you are to pray. But I want to say that if you want to spread out across this altar, if you want to make your seat an altar... I want us to pray over our local family. I want to pray for the church around the world. I want to pray for the Alice's who are trusting Jesus. I want to pray for the ones of our congregation who are struggling, whether it be for fear or be for sickness. I pray for them. Would you join me? Would you find a place right now, and let's prove God day, this morning we as a body humble ourselves before you God we don't have answers we don't have the the right methods or models but what we do have Lord is we have you and Lord we recognize today that we're just a drop in the bucket of the millions and millions and millions of people around the world. And God, we humble ourselves before you because we recognize that you're a sovereign God. Lord, you are the creator of heaven and earth by faith. God, you spoke into existence the world. And Lord, today we believe those words. We believe that you are the Alpha We believe that you are the Omega. We believe, Lord, that you are the Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our Healer. We believe that you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our Provider. We believe, God, that you are Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. And we pray, Father, that you speak peace into us tonight, today, God. God, we seek your face, for there's no other place to go. As the disciples declared, as you said, that you must eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. And, And you looked at Peter and you said, Peter, are you not going? And Peter says, Lord, you have the words of life and truth. And today, God, we declare that you're the only one to seek. You're the only way, the truth, and the life. And God, we put our eyes on you. We seek your face because we need you, Lord. This congregation needs you. This community needs you. God, I pray, Lord, that you'll speak life into this body, Lord. Those who are struggling, those who are broken, those who are hurting, those who are sick, those who are bound or who are who are habitually struggling, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would speak life into them, that you'll speak hope in them, for you are the hope of glory. God, speak into them, Lord. Lord, we humble ourselves before you we seek your face we turn our eyes unto you God the author the founder of faith and Lord as you are writing our story Lord I pray that just this, this day that this moment God will be written in bold letters that this day we declare on March 15th we declare God is the God of this house that we declare that you are the King of our home God, that we, that you write this in the plan, that you write this in the story, that this becomes the the transformative moment, God, the turning point of a new mentality, of a new idea, God, the chip has been changed. God, no longer are we like Christians, God, but we're full-hearted, God, all in, committed to the plan, dedicated to the kingdom purpose. God, have your way, Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that your word says that to turn to you that says turn from our wicked ways. God, today I ask for forgiveness in my own life. God, I pray that you would forgive the mediocrity, God. Lord, I pray that you would cleanse my home, my mind, my heart, God. Lord, search me, oh God. Investigate into my heart. See if there be any wicked way in Reveal that to my eyes, God, and let me see those things that I may that I may cleanse them, that you may cleanse them. God, if there's any if there's any wrong attitudes, wrong mentalities. God, if there's anything that we're trusting in more than you, if there's any fear-driven mentality in this house, God, I pray you'll cleanse us. Wash us, oh God renew our strength God renew our hope renew our vision let our eyes be clearly seen the things that you have placed before us for Lord we recognize that we are the creation of your hands Lord as your word says in Ephesians 2 and 9 created in Christ Jesus for good works that you have prepared in advance God Lord if we have not been fulfilling the works that you have prepared in advance for us to do I ask for forgiveness, God. God, cleanse our home. Cleanse this church. Cleanse us of bad attitudes and bad mentalities, God. Cleanse us of small mindedness, Lord. Cleanse us of the lack of faith, God. For your word, as you spoke to the disciples, you said, Oh, ye of little faith. God, if that is your declaration over us, I pray, God, that you would forgive us and let our eyes be on you. Lord, I pray that you'll purge our land, that you'll heal our land, that you'll cleanse our homes, God. Lord, that sons and daughters will be transformed by the love of God. Lord, that addictions will be broken in the name of Jesus. I pray that this stirs a revival, not only locally, but nationally and around the world, that everyone sees the glory of God shining, that, Lord, the coronavirus flu whatever has inhibited and brought about fear be broken in the name of jesus let the chains of sickness be broken in jesus name i plead the blood of jesus the stripes that were that were born on the cross of calvary for us for our healing god i declare those stripes in jesus name over this body i declare those stripes over this county over this over this community over our state over our nation and around the world, God. Your blood is still the same blood that cleansed and purified and washed and renewed and saved and healed. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and we declare that over this church. We declare that over our homes. We declare that over our minds, God. Lord, I pray for a generation who's struggling with mental disorders. I pray for a generation who's struggling with anxiety and depression and self-worth and self-value. I pray, God, that they would begin to see that you are the creator and that you created every single one of them for purpose and, Lord, that they begin to walk in the confidence of Jesus. Not in themselves. Your word says in Hebrews chapter 10, hold fast to your confidence for it has great reward. God, I pray that our confidence will be in your word spoken over us. that even before we were a twinkling in our mother eye, uh, mother's eye, you knew us just as you knew Jeremiah. God, I pray that your word becomes a fire that's in us, that we become weary of holding it back, God, that we're not going to be intimidated by worldly venues. We're not going to be intimidated by the words of the world that would try to hinder the, the voice of God, but we're going to speak boldly the truth we're going to walk in Christ Jesus and we're going to be led by the Holy Spirit. We're going to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Lord, lead and direct us, Jesus. God, we declare your glory to be revealed. Your word says that we should pray as it is in heaven, so shall it be here on earth. I pray that the heavens touch this, this land. God, that... Revival breaks out, Jesus. Lord, that sickness is demolished. God, that eyes are open, that the deaf hear, the lame walk, and the dumb talk. God, I pray, God, that you would allow there to be a revival once again that draws people in. For your word says, in the last day, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. God, I'm praying for sons and daughters to prophesy. I'm praying for old men to dream dreams. I'm praying for a fresh outpouring of your anointing in this body, in this nation, in this world, God. We need your presence, God. Revive us, Jesus. Revive us, Jesus. Revive us, Lord. Lord, when we leave this place today, I pray that we walk out of this place with a boldness of the Holy Ghost Lord understanding that my righteousness is not righteousness without you but you have declared you have put into my bank account you've put into my spiritual bank account righteousness not because of who I am but because of my trust in you and Lord I pray God that today just as Alice declared to those young ladies in that room I prove God faithful I pray that we would prove you faithful, prove you faithful in our home, prove you faithful with our kids prove you faithful with our children prove you faithful God in our community prove you faithful in our business that we walk in the faithfulness of God Jesus Jesus I declare healing in this house, God. I declare healing in this house, Jesus. Because where your presence is, your presence brings wholeness and completeness to healing. And I declare healing in this house, Jesus. Lord, I pray that an anointing will be poured out on every single one in this room, God. That we walk as you are the anointed one, the Christ. Lord, that when we leave this house, we... Are ambassadors of Christ we are anointed ones and I pray that wherever we go that we bear the anointing of God the healing of God and Lord I pray that as your word says that they laid hands on the sick these are the signs of them who believe according to Mark chapter 16 that they laid hands on the sick and they were healed but I pray that you would use everyone in this room to walk in the manifest anointed power of God. That where they walk, they become the healing of God. And Lord, their hands touch and release an anointing that brings a favor of God. That heals and renews and empowers and saves and delivers and strengthens and transforms and turns around every situation for the glory of God. God, let that divine anointing rest on everyone in this room, Jesus. Because God, this is our moment. This is the body of Christ's moment to step out of fear and into faith. To put aside every doubt and worry that would hinder and detain and and beset us. And Lord, to look unto the righteousness of God that is incomparable, that's that, that, that is able to accomplish the impossible. And Lord, that where we could not in ourselves, we can through the anointing and power of God. I pray that anointing floods this place, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, I pray, God, that the prophetic voice rise up in this body. And Lord, that when, when this body reaches out in this world, that your voice speaks life. And Lord, that prophetic voice goes out of this room, out of these four walls, and reaches into the highways and the byways, and Lord, I just see, I, I, I see people coming to you because of the prophetic voice that rises out of this room. Lord, I pray that that anointing flows through each one. God, we surrender to you, Jesus. We are yours, your vessels, submitted, committed, offered. To you, Jesus. Direct us today, Jesus. Direct our steps, our paths. Bring divine appointments. Bring divine moments. Renew, Jesus. Let us walk by faith. By faith, Jesus. By faith, Jesus. Hallelujah 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 mm. jesus I won't be afraid, I will walk in faith
3: with you, my Lord.
0: I just sense the, the presence of the Lord in this room. I don't know about you, but I just sense a peace in this room. I don't know. About me. Last night as I was praying at home, I laid hands on my wife. And I said, I declare the rest of God over you. I just feel a sense of declaring that over you this morning. Father, you said come to me all who are burdened and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Lord, I pray that whether we are feeling an anguish mentally, whether we are feeling the oppression of the world that has pressed us God right now I speak and declare a rest over this body that you would give them peace and rest in your presence and Lord that that when they leave this place God that they walk out of here with an overwhelming joy of the Holy Spirit knowing that they have met you in your throne room And knowing that they've been given hope, peace, and rest. We declare that over this body in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Kim, God's good, isn't he? He's good. Brother Jerry, God is faithful, isn't he? of all of your years of ministry you can truly declare God is faithful amen brother Jim God's faithful God's faithful I want you to pray for our manna outreach ministries because as things may shut down for a, a couple weeks to as our government tries to let this pass quickly there may be a greater dependency on agencies like us and so I thank God for our team and their faithfulness and and uh, if you need a place to come and serve they would gladly appreciate and value your time to come and help them especially Uh, over the next few weeks, as this could produce a greater need for that ministry. Um, And I'm declaring this, guys. You know, I know that government rules say we can do this or do that, but I'm saying, look, if you go and you want to work, as you're pushing a cart out to the car, take a moment and say, hey, we do this because Jesus loves you. And is there anything I can pray with you over? And so... Unless they pop our hands, we're going to do, all right? And so let's declare the love of Jesus. Amen. 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 Let's declare the love of Jesus to those who come to us. Um, I, I'm, I'm a, I've been in a decision-making process also over the last few days. Um, I'm going to say this because not because I'm worried, but because I don't want anyone to miss anything. You know what I'm saying? And our classes are really important to me and I value them and I feel like that our attendance is low as you see right now, it was low this this past Wednesday. Um, So I don't want to have a class and half the people miss the material. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to not have our Sunday night grow tonight and not have Wednesday night. And we'll reevaluate um, for this, com- this coming Sunday and kind of see where everything is at that moment. Um, that's not fear. That's just saying, hey, this is, you can see we're missing some people. And uh, we just want to make sure that even if it's flu season, the school closes when it's flu season, right? When there's, here's, here's their thing. If If we have 20% population missing, they close the school. Well, I would say we probably have about Forty percent or more missing. So let's let's be let's use wisdom and let's um, kind of help those let the air clear of the flu season and all their little snotty noses and stuff. And we will we will reevaluate and next Sunday make a decision of how that looks for the next Sunday. Are are you guys in agreement with that? All right, all right. Good. Well, this week is spring break for a lot of the kids, too, and so that way, you know, um, take your kids to eat. Tip your waitresses and waiters good because, because there's a whole lot of people who are not going out to eat, and so their wages have greatly been reduced. And so make sure you're loving on those who are waiters and waitresses and help them out a little bit. Enjoy life. Love people. Declare the glory of God. Amen. Love you guys. I'll see you, Lord willing, next Sunday. Amen. And the Lord is willing.